Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, your host of Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. In this podcast, we'll tackle some of your toughest real estate questions. Each episode will provide you with detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing realtors today. Thank you for listening. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Ask a Coach, the Winnie Bear podcast. And today I'm really, really excited because I've got Garrett Fry with us. Garrett, how are you? I'm great, Michael. How are you this morning? I'm terrific. I'm terrific. And uh, the reason why I'm excited today to have Garrett on, uh, just to kind of introduce you to Garrett, uh, Garrett's father was Walt. Um, and when did, when did your dad get into the business? Walt Fry, when did your dad get into the business, Garrett? Oh, my gosh. So there's the beginning of time. Um, and it was right after that. Uh, he's, he's spent his entire career. Uh, my dad's uh, 75 now, 76. Um, he has been in, in and around the real estate industry, um, whether it was a, he had a, a couple offices he ran and operated down in the Bay Area, like 250 agent offices back in the 70s and 80s. And then, um, and then also taught CRS. He was a, a senior CRS instructor all over the United States for a, a good 20 some odd years. So yeah, he's been around the industry for a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And I remember because uh, Windermere uh, folks uh, that are uh, many of our listeners, uh, they remember Walt because he was uh, the first person who really took uh, Ninja out of Colorado with uh, Larry's Blessing. And uh, that's how a lot of our agents got exposed to it. And then we then went in and formed a relationship with Larry and started doing it internally. But, um, you know, so you had an early on uh, kind of exposure in an engine. What, in 2003, you were doing your own real estate business in Oregon using Ninja, right? Yeah. So I, the funny story real quick is that I, I used to yeah. travel with my dad during the, like during spring breaks and summer vacations and things. And I grew up sitting in the back of a, of a, of a, of a CRS classroom. I've been, I had been through every CRS course offered by the time I was probably about 16 years old. And um, so it was not unusual for me to travel with my dad on these, on these trips. And that's actually how I got introduced to Ninja back in 1999 is they had had Larry come in as their guest speaker for the uh, instructor developmental workshop for CRS. And uh, at that moment in time, Larry was running the the number one practicing real estate office in the United States. And they were like, let's get this guy to come in. And, and the main argument was he doesn't leave Colorado. Uh, so this is our chance because they were holding the meetings in Vail. And uh, that was one of the main reasons they could get Larry there was it was convenient. Uh, but I, I got the amazing opportunity of uh, lightly getting to meet him at that point in time, having no clue where our relationship would be as of today. So, Yeah, well, it's awesome. And, and one reason why I'm so excited to have you on here is because now, you know, fast forward. So in 2005, you launched coaching, which you were doing by yourself for a while. And then uh, as of today... You guys have, what, 27 coaches. Uh, you're coaching people all over the world. You run a podcast as well that you started in 19, 19, 2019, right before COVID, yep. of what, 
440 episodes and about 2,200,000 uh, downloads. And the reason why I'm excited to have you on today is because like you, uh, you know, I'm here with Windermere. We run a coaching company, Windermere Coaching. You run Ninja Coaching. And, um, you know, the market that we're in right now, we're coming into a market, but we're coming out of a market where I got a, I don't know about you, but experience has been that there's been agents that uh, were successful, but they were successful not because they were doing great. They were successful because the market was allowing them to be successful. I think, um, I think uh, the term is, you know, when you swim naked, when the tide goes out, you can see who was swimming naked um, a little bit. And uh, I have a great visual, I, Michael. Thank you for that one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're very welcome. Um, but I think I think it was Warren Buffett who said that, by the way. So uh, that's where that came from. But um, awesome. My, my point is, is that this one-on-one coaching that you've been doing and that we've been doing with the market today, what I'd love to know is how is Ninja, so people who are using Ninja and coaching, how are you seeing that help, one, the new agents that maybe haven't seen this market that we're in today because they're coming out of a market that was just fast and furious, and also the experienced agents that frankly just got a little bit out of practice because they weren't doing the fundamentals, um, and now we're seeing them you know, in the market we're in today. What are you seeing kind of as some of the successes that you're finding with your coaching clients with the one-on-ones, what are they doing right now to really kind of thrive given that things are kind of what we call so-called normalized? Yeah. I'm going to meander to get to the actual question you just asked. Uh, so hopefully, absolutely, uh, you, hopefully you bear with me on this because so uh, Michael, you've been involved in real estate for many years. How, when did you get involved in real estate? In 1997. Oh, okay. So great. We're okay. So if you look at the pattern of what the real estate industries have gone through and the ups and downs and the turns and the twists of what what we've all seen, this is not the first time that we've seen this kind of pattern that we've gone through. Now, there's lots of different elements to it that make it is is what it is. But when you really look at it, having a boom time where you got to create really bad habits, you didn't really have to show up all the way. You got to cut corners. Um, we've seen that before, and it happened in 2004, 2005, and 2006. Right. And we, we watched an incredible amount of agents flood the marketplace. Everybody was like, this is easy money. Uh, you know, you just throw homes on the market, you get offers on them, they sell. Uh, I had lots of friends that, uh, you know, were investors during that time, and they were buying, you know, $500,000 homes down the Bay Area and doing a quick little flip and you know whatnot on it, putting it back on the market and selling it for a million dollars. And it, it was just, it was too easy. And all of a sudden that marketplace changed and uh, we had this huge exodus I referred to as the culling of the herd, um, where a lot of people were realizing that, oh my gosh, now I actually have to work. Like I actually have to show up and like, and you know, be a useful part of this, not just somebody who's running paperwork through. And what I watched out of that time, which I'm also watching out of right now, is the people that had a sustained business before it got crazy uh, did just fine when 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010 hit. Uh, They worked their way through that. They had to fix some bad habits that they had occurred during that time, but most of them figured it out. There were other agents that got started during 2004, 2005, 2006. And when the banks failed and everything went upside down, uh, those people had no backbone to say, this is how I'm going to now build this business. They were like, wait, this isn't anything of what I signed up for and I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. And they ran for the hills. Not to say every one of them did it, 
but it is the truth about how a lot of it happened. And we're starting to watch that happen currently right now. Then there's yeah. the people that got started in 2007, 2008, and 2009. And they came into it not having any bad habits, not uh, having any stuff that they per perceived this business in, in a different way. They showed up going, I got to work to make this come together. I got to show up and apply myself. I've got to go all in. And they're, a lot of those agents are still in the business today. They, they had a really strong foundation that they built. And that's where a lot of what I keep reminding people right now about this cycle we just went through. Um, we're going to watch a lot of the people that got involved, uh, you know, a couple months back or a couple of years back, uh, blow out and we're going to never see him again. Um, and we're going to have a lot that are starting right now, or are willing to apply themselves and learn right now that you're going to be the most battle hardened soldiers on the field is what it's going to be. And you're going to have all the skills, all the knowledge. And when things get tough, you're not going to back down and run. You're going to be like, Nope, let's figure it out. This is like a brilliant time right now. Yeah, I, I would I would agree. And 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 what one of the things I see is some of the agents like you spoke about that have been doing this, you know, they they actually uh, with open arms are really bringing on this market right now because they said this is where I thrive. And I think it gets back to right one the ninja principles, which you know let's face it they've been working for twenty eight years because they're not based in a gimmick they're based in fundamentals of around building relationships but then let's talk about the coaching because here's the one thing i mean we're in, i'm in an installation right now and you know it's lunchtime and we've got a room full of agents sitting here and we teach these ninjas installations all the time been doing this for a while and what you find is that you know um we walk out and they, and they got all this information and they're like they're going to implement it some do some are good at that but there's a large population that just they need the accountability and they need that one-on-one. -on -one. They need that one-on-one. -on -one. So what are some of the things you're seeing with the coaching where you're helping these agents thrive? You know, and it's the little things. It's not just, just hey, do the Ninja 9, but it's, it's, a, it's a deeper dive than that. I'd love to kind of get your perspective on that. Yeah, I think first you have to you have to get the perspective of what this marketplace is. And once you realize that, and this is Mike, I'm, I'm wondering if you see the same thing that I'm seeing around this. I have never, ever in my time seen a better relationship slash referral-based marketplace. Um, this, this level of confusion we just went through starting from 2020, which everybody, we don't need to talk about what happened, but everybody has a kind right. of a sense of what went down, uh, to currently even right now with interest rates and inflation and whatnot, we've had just enough uncertainty happen around how do you do real estate that what we're watching is as people are turning to the people they trust and they're turning to their friends and they're saying, hey, who did you use? And, or if they know a realtor, they're going to them saying, Hey, can you help me? Like, I, I want to buy a property. I want to sell a property. And even more so they're willing to listen right now. Uh, they're not stuck on the, yeah, but I want to sell my home for this amount and I'm not willing to budge on it. They're at least willing to listen right now. Buyers are at least willing to listen going, you mean we can negotiate now? Like we can actually ask for stuff? Like they're, they're understanding this, but they don't really know, understand how far to push it, where the limits are, how you can be successful. So first and coaching wise right now, and what we're focusing on a lot is one is understanding that there there is a marketplace here. And not only is there a market, there's a brilliant market around relationships. So that's, that's the first thing we all need to understand, because if you can't understand that there's a market, 
uh, you're in trouble. The other thing is, is that I'm watching a lot of agents get stuck in this idea of like, when interest rates drop, we're going to have people that want to buy. When things change, we're going to have people that want to sell. And you need to get really clear. And this is fundamental ninja you know, practices is that life changes is what caused people to buy or sell. And I'm a prime example. I'm buying a home right now. It has nothing to do because of this awesome 7% interest rate that I'm going to get. It, that is not the reason I'm buying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The reason I'm buying is my daughter went off to college and we need to get her a physical address down there because I found a way to get in-state tuition if I can do a handful of steps within about the next six months. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't care what the interest rate is. <laughs> Yes, life change, right? And I think that's and, that's and I think that's one of the things too that in the coaching is when we look and we sit down and you know we're on our calls, we're helping them saying, okay, you've got a relationship. You know what's going on with your clients? What changes are they having? You know, are they are they getting married? Are they having a divorce? Are their kids moving out? Are they empty nesters? Do they have young kids? I mean, there's so many aspects of it, and I think you know we help them get perspective on doing that on a consistent basis. That's a big one. Um, and then the other one I would say is just. Uh, you know, making them aware, because I also think too, when we think, you know, when we're looking for a transaction, which you see a lot of people do that, you go, okay, I've got all these tools, I'm going to go find business. It's like, no, you've got all these tools, let's use the tools to create relationships. And in doing so, the business comes from that. Yeah. And those life changes don't stop. And that's the thing that right. a lot of people need to really hold on to. Um, when I go back, and that's the reason I wanted to kind of start with, um, you know, going back to 2007, 2008, is that the agents that I saw that thrived, I mean, had the best years they ever had through that time frame, uh, were number one focused on their warm list and focusing on people having life changes. And the minute they realized that, man, these things don't stop, you know, you'd love to say that like nobody dies during times of like, you know, when the interest rates aren't perfect, I'm, that that's not true. Um, nobody gets divorced. Uh, I hate to say it when actually uncertainty happens and we're watching it right now, divorces crank up. Yeah, they, um, they absolutely do. And you know, those people, we saw it happen in 2007, 2008, where I saw couples that were saying, all right, the marriage is falling apart. Uh, this is a mess, but let's not lose everything. Like, let's, how about we do this? I'll live upstairs, you live downstairs, and we'll make this work for a while. And that's a great, if anybody's been in a bad relationship ever, don't do that. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, all of a sudden they get to a point of somebody brings a date home or the, something happens. And all of a sudden they're like, I want out of this house. I don't care if we lose everything. And that's those pain levels when they start to rise. Uh, it's not a rational decision at this point in time. It's not like what's best for the pocketbook. It is literally fight or flight. We need to fix something now because I'm in so much pain. None of this stuff stops. And Michael, I loved how you said it. It's not about finding another transaction. It's about finding these people that need your help to get from point A to point B. And the more you can do that, the more this is where referral starts just to blow up is because you truly are taking their heart first. You're taking care of them, helping them through this very difficult time. And a lot of times they'll scream your name from the rooftops when you made it easy for them. 
Exactly. Well, and I also think too, one of the things when we think about coaching is let's just take the warm list as an example. You know, a lot of people think it's a literal warm list where somebody said, Hey, I want to do something in real estate, but I don't want to do anything for a year. Or I don't want to do anything for a year and a half. And I think a coach will sit down with you and say, Hey, let's go through your warm list and tell me what you know about them. And a coach can actually help you identify some of these things that maybe you don't even hear. Say, hey, go back and ask this question. Or it sounds like, oh, so you told me that this is going on. Well, do a deeper dive here. Do a deeper dive there. And I think that that's where you get that perspective. And that's where a coach really helps you to say, wait a second, let's slow down. Uh, Let's come at this with some fresh eyes. And let's think about, are you leveraging those relationships? And then also, too, just, you know, when you get really busy as things start to happen, as Ninja does, you know, you can get kind of blindsided or, or not be able to see uh, opportunities that are there. And so I think that that's where when we think about one-on-one coaching, where if an age, if somebody's sitting here listening to this call and say, well, you know, I know the stuff that you guys are talking about. I already know it. I get that. I coach agents that have been in business for a long time and they know it, but then guess what? They get busy and they stop seeing it. And then a coach brings so them back to center, right? couple things that can happen. And so a lot of times somebody will look at a coach and they say, okay, so what is a coach? And, um, and there's a lot of coaches that will actually answer this, which like a coach number one goal is to be a good accountability partner. And mm-hmm. I always tell people, if you're hiring a coach for an accountability partner, you are taking the most expensive route you can possibly take in finding an accountability partner. There are so many ways you can find accountability partners out there that are absolutely free. So let's, clear that right. part up real quick. Cause I always tell people, don't think of me as an accountability partner. Um, what I am somebody is, is I'm a, I'm a cheerleader for you. I'm also, I refer to myself as kind of like the head BS person. Like I can see BS a mile away. Um, why somebody's having success, why they're not. And my job as a coach is to find those areas. Sometimes that we think we're doing the system, right. You know, we think we are making the phone calls the right way. We think we're writing the notes the right way. We think that we're going out with the lunches with the right intention of what a lunch is. And all of a sudden we can start to break it down and go, okay, well, the real thing that's going to tell us if we're doing this right is if we're seeing results. And you can feel like you're checking the box all day long going out and doing the systems. And at the end of the day, the coach can help you go, wait, 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 wait. You just said what? Like... (laughs) Slow exactly. down a second. We can't, we're not approaching that system that way. We're going to take a different approach with it. Uh, Michael, you're talking about the hot and the warm list. And a lot of things that I'm doing with people right now is going down and they're saying, man, I've got this huge hot list that's growing. I got these people that are reaching out to me. I got all these, but they're all kind of holding right now. And right. anyone who's listening right now, who's been to the installation, uh, whether you heard Larry, you went through Mike Fanning's ver- you know, version of it, that came out wrong. Mike Fanning's <laughs> <laughs> class, jeez. Um, but whether you went through it, you probably heard the story that Larry talks about, about the timeshare and buying a timeshare in Hawaii and going through the process with his wife, Pat, of the who, when, what, where, how, and why. Yep. And so as a coach, just as you were saying, Michael, we get this chance to sit down and say, I I get what you're telling me that these people are waiting. Have you though gone and asked these questions? And all of a sudden they're like, and again, these are people that I have coached some of them for 10 years. And they're like, Oh, you know what? I haven't been. They're just waiting for these people that they're loading in here. And a lot of this is bad habits out of the last couple of years but they're putting these people in and they're just not slowing down and taking the time to ask the right questions. And then boom, all of a sudden people are going, 
they're ready to write. They're writing a contract. These guys are putting their home on the market. And the coach, a personal one-on-one coach has that opportunity, one of knowing all the moving parts behind the scenes. We get a chance to learn all about kids you got, you know, hobbies you have, parents that you're watching over, whatever that might be, health issues that you might have. And then we get to figure out, okay, what are your goals and where do you want to go to? And how are we going to, how are we going to get you there? And right. we, we get that chance to like rip all the wires out. Like I'm, I'm really big into cars. So mm-hmm. when I look at like a new coaching client, my thing is, is that I'm going to open up the hood. We're going to pull all the wires out and go, okay, what are we working with here? What is this motor that we have? And everybody's got a different engine. Everybody's got, some people have turbos. Some people have, you know, different exhausts. Some people have different fuel systems, but we got to figure out what we're working with and then say, okay, now how can we build this thing to accomplish the life and the goals that you want to accomplish? You can't do that in a class. You can't do that even in group coaching. A lot of people go like, oh, I do much better in group coaching. Well, it does work for some people, but you really don't get that person that that can dig in. And it's really easy to hide when things aren't going well in group coaching. One-on-one, there isn't any hiding. There really yeah, no you're, like you're right pushing there. things under the rug. And unless you want to leave group coaching, because it's like, I'm tired of being called out. That happens. Mm-hmm. Or one-on-one From coaching. Time to time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I also, I, the way I look at it, like you reference cars, I say, I just say everybody comes with their own program. And yeah. you, we have to look and say, is your program benefiting you or is your program hindering you? And if, and in the areas where it's benefiting you, let's, let's, let's get you to do more of that. And let's really hone that into some skills. And if it's not benefiting you, then let's, let's do a deep dive there and ask, you know, what can we do differently? What are some tools? What are some strategies we can help you implement uh, that are going to allow you to go further and succeed more? And again, it goes back to knowing your client. It also goes back to being completely open because I also know this, you know, a coach is not going to help you be successful. Um, What's going to help you be successful is if you take, uh, the strategies and the and the tools that you go over with your coach and you implement those and then you look to see how are they working and then you keep kind of you know uh, massaging those things until you get it to dial into your program and you find a system that works for you but we're using the principles right and i think that's the big thing is the coaches understand the principles of ninja the coaches understand the principles of relationship the coaches also understand the tools that are at your disposal and then we're just really helping you build an infrastructure so it's repeatable and you can do it and you can have consistency. And I think, you know, that's the thing I see is the people that have coaches, they tend to have more consistent income, more consistent life balance, just because they're getting those things dialed in and they're becoming uh, what, what I call habitualized, if you will, where it just becomes part of who they are. Well, you, you, you eliminate that, that, and I, I'd love to say real estate agents are all super high focused. Like we're, we, we attract in a lot of party personalities, a lot of that squirrel kind of mentality. And mm-hmm. the beauty of having somebody in your life on that level is they get to see you meander off the path really quick. So instead of acknowledging it, when you get in trouble, they acknowledge it right when it's happening to say, okay, here is your option. You can continue to meander off the path. And I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about that to figure out why you're going that way and what that's about, or we're going to figure out why we want to come back over here and stay on the path. And I would, 
encourage anybody who's ever looking for a coach, what you're looking for, as I said, is not an accountability partner. You're also not looking for a teacher. And I find a lot of people get into coaching going, I'm so excited to have this coach because they're going to teach me all this stuff. Right. And if that's the relationship you're building with your coach, you're missing the real gold of what a really good coach is. Because a really good coach is going to ask you questions and make you have to answer questions that maybe you don't want to answer all the time and really get you to think about what you're really showing up and doing, which then will allow you to then make the decisions for yourself. And the beauty is if that's the relationship you find in a coach, you're going to have that person with you forever. I have coached people I've coached for 16 years, a yep, handful of them, exactly. a lot of people in the 10 year range. And people are like, well, why would somebody keep you that long? Like haven't, haven't they learned everything they can from you? I'm not teaching them anything. I mean, there's the right times to teach Michael, you and I both know that, but yeah. for the most part, it's about getting somebody to be a, you know, truly understanding of their self, where they're going, what their tools they have at their fingertips are and helping them be in the driver's seat. And my hope is that they figure out how to do it on their own. Um, but a lot of times they'll keep the coach for a long time because it helps having somebody that's questioning them every once in a while on why they're really doing. Well, and I think too, I think, um, you know, it's, it's about choice. And I think your life changes, your business changes, your situations change. And every single day and every single week, every single month, you have choices. And a coach helps you analyze your choices mm -hmm. and just says, are the choices you're making today with the situation you have at hand, are they going to give you the best return? And let's look at the choices you're making and let's identify the consequences that will ensue based on that choice. And then you need to do what you feel you're going to be able to do. And then let's, let's regroup. And the beauty of this, you know, when you think about coaching again, it's not, there's training and there's teaching and then there's coaching and coaching is situational based on where you are today. And so I always like to say, we meet you where you are. And every single day where you are is going to be slightly different. And so let's see how you're doing. Yep. And, um, you know, and, and the other thing too, is none of us are perfect. I've, I've, I haven't met anybody perfect yet. I don't know if you have, but, um, you know, so, uh, we always have, we always have these little things that are going to take us off course. And that's where you can kind of get a different perspective and a coach can say, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? You know, it's um, interesting. What? You brought up perfect. I don't mean to cut you off real quick, but no, I think go it's, ahead. Really, yeah. it, it's an interesting perspective that you just brought up because you said, you know, I've never felt any, I've never met anybody that's really perfect. And, you know, we're, we're all kind of imperfect and it's real easy as you're trying to grow, as you're trying to build to compare yourself to this herd of people that you're running with the herd of people in your office. And we're constantly looking at others going, man, they've got it all figured out. Yep. And it's really interesting from the perspective of a coach. And, and I, I know Mike, you'll agree with me on this is that, you know, we, we're watching everybody and nobody has it figured out. Nobody feels a hundred percent secure. There's a lot of people going like, when's my luck going to kind of run out of my, what I've done here for so long. And there's a lot of other people looking at those guys that are going like, man, how did they do it? Like they've got it all perfectly like a well-oiled machine. And uh, that perfection thing is tough because you can hold yourself to a level that really is, is not, it's not real. Um, exactly. Which actually tears well, you down. It, it totally does. When I think what's the saying is perfect people aren't real and real people aren't perfect. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> like you know, it's the way it works. Yeah. 
Hey, so I've got just a couple last things here. I would, I'd love to get your perspective on this. So where we are today, what are you seeing with your coaching clients? What do you, give me a few consistent habits you see that they're doing right now that are giving them success in the market we're in. Uh, I've got a couple ideas, but I'd love to hear yours. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, um, it, you know, uh, consistency with flow with your database. As I was saying, I've never seen a better referral relationship built market. And I've found through the last three years, a lot of people got really lax on the consistency of flow with their relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, so simple upfront is just getting on the phone and getting back into a, a, a frequency of interaction with the people in your database. Uh, second is, is that uh, there is a big, big, big misunderstanding out here about what's going on in the real estate markets right now. You don't have to go very far to hear doom and gloom and, and the sky is falling and whatnot. And uh, I recently in our podcast community for Ninja Selling Podcast uh, threw out a, a, a question, which was like, if I bought a home six months ago and I'm selling it today, Tell me uh, percentage-wise how much my price will have changed from what I bought it for to where I am right now. And it was, I mean, yes, there were some markets that were down. There were some markets that were up. But really, for the most part, across the United States, everyone's like, I don't know, might be up about 2%, might be down about 2%, might be kind of flat, which is totally, and these are all boots on the ground people doing real estate transactions every single day and helping everybody. And I right. think that... Um, you know, one is, is that we need to help our people understand the reality of what this marketplace is right now. And uh, that we need to help take the confusion out of it for people. So uh, marketing through mailings and information you can be giving out, not in the way of I'm the expert, come use me, but little valid talking points, pieces of information to share and discussions you can have with people, which real estate reviews lead into that a lot. So those are my big things right now is this one upping your flow, upping your connections, going back into your database. Who did you lose com you know, connection with uh, in a genuine way? You never want to approach this as I'm going to go find business. This is about reconnecting with people. The business is there that we know that. Um, and the last thing is just helping people get some certainty about what's kind of going on out here. And there's plenty of information to back up that we actually have a very, very, very healthy marketplace right now. Uh, a lot of news that's banking it off the wrong information. Yeah, I would agree. I, I would agree with you on that. I would say, uh, we do say the same thing is what's your consistency of your value, your value touches with your database, get back in touch with them, right? And then the other one, like you said, is I would say, what's your, what's your micro market research? So on any given week, what are the things you're digging out, whether it's through Keeping Current Matters or your, your MLS or just just information that's coming from your office, from your brokers. And then are you listening for the opportunities with your clients when they're being taken off course by the national news and say, hey, would it be helpful if I gave you a different perspective on that? Because here's some things that you might not know that are happening right now and positioning yourself as the source. Because like you said, when things are in turmoil, clients are looking for that professional even more so than they ever have before. And if you can put yourself in that position, it's amazing. Like you said, the referral business that comes from that. So great question right now that I'm seeing right now, Michael, as, you, as you're going out and having lunches and conversations, obviously people are bringing up the question, what's going on in the real estate market right now? How are you doing in real estate? Had a lot of agents that have actually added the question instead of saying, I know the ninja training is, well, what part of the market are you curious about? But they're actually turning that question a little bit to go, what are you hearing about the marketplace right now? 
Yes. What have you heard? Exactly. I, and lo- just I love listen, that question. Listen yeah. to what these these you know general consumers, life livers out here are hearing because they're all of a sudden going to unload on you about all the doom and gloom they're hearing about, and then you get the opportunity to say, "Let me let me show you what's really going on." And that yep. leads into real estate reviews. It leads into a much deeper sit down, giving them great, valuable data. Um, so again, you just you want to open up those opportunities to help decrease pain in their life, increase pleasure, pleasure in their life, take out the uncertainty if you can, or at least give them information so they can make smart decisions in a difficult kind of time. Or and it's really not even difficult. It's actually very healthy right now. I love this market right now. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with you. I think it's going great. Well, Garrett, I just, I'd love to just kind of wrap up with just saying, you know, we have a lot of people on this call that have gone through Ninja. We have some maybe that haven't gone through Ninja. We have some that are winning there, some that are not winning there. And just, I would say this and say, if, if you're, if, if you haven't been through an installation, take installation, but after you've done that, really, really think about investing in yourself and think about is coaching something that you want to look into. And if you do, if you're with Winner, we have Winner Coaching. If uh, you're not, uh, we have Ninja Coaching uh, with, with Garrett's company. And Garrett, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Because I know you guys offer up complimentary um, coaching calls with your coaches uh, to where they can talk to you guys and see if it works. We, we do the same thing through Winner Coaching. How would they get a hold of you? Yeah. So you can definitely reach out to us through the Ninja Selling website. You can go directly into the coaching side of that. Um, You can reach out to us through, um, obviously through the podcast, Um, but we have links on the main website for you to go and and, uh, put in all your background and kind of what you want to achieve with coaching. Uh, Biggest thing I'd say is if you're going to take that step to reach out to get a coach, uh, coaching is not a magic pill. It's not something that you just get a coach and all of a sudden you're going to be successful. Uh, First, it's a working relationship with somebody. So I always let people know in the process of finding a coach, my number one goal in Ninja is to help find a coach that you are really excited about working with. And part of that one-on-one call, the complimentary call up front is a chance for you to go, is this a person that I'm going to want to talk to potentially weekly, every two weeks, and I'm going to look forward to that every call? Or is it a relationship of like, well, this is my coach that I got. And if you're ever entering, and it's whether it's us or any coaching program out there, if you're ever entering into a relationship like that, and you're not super excited about this person and this next step, you need to take a step back and say, did I find my right coach? Uh, it's, it's, it's one of the most important pieces that you can have in the relationship. So, um, we do offer that you're welcome to go through Ninja coaching, uh, and you can just Google Ninja coaching. You can also go to the Ninja selling website. And if you have any questions, you're also welcome to reach out to me and I'm all over social media and, and other spots. So that's awesome. And I'll put some links in there for that as well. And I'm sorry, it looks like people are coming back from lunch. Um, but I'll put those, (laughs) I'll put those links in there as well for you. And then I would just like to say to our listeners, uh, you know, hopefully you found this content helpful. It's always good just to analyze and say, are you willing to invest in yourself? Because I think coaching is an investment. And I think when we're young, you know, we have coaches and everything we do, whether it's sports or theater or whatever we happen to be doing. And then as we get older, we think we can do it on our own. And sometimes we all need a coach. Uh, I get coached. And so um, I would just say, Garrett, thank you so much for imparting your knowledge with us. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. And uh, hopefully our listeners found this helpful. If you do, please feel free to share this on. And uh, also reach out to me directly, fanning at winnemer.com or Winnemer Coaching. If you'd like to investigate our one-on-one coaching we do through the Winnemer Company. And uh, Garrett, I just want to say thanks for taking the time today. And uh, say hi to your lovely wife, Sarah. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. 
I definitely will do that. If anybody wants to check us out, if they if they if they're not annoyed by my voice already, you're welcome to go check us out on the Ninja Selling Podcast, and uh, love to hear your feedback on that. And Michael, thank you so much for inviting me to be on today. I really appreciate you reaching out. I know it took us a little bit of time to kind of get it nailed down, but uh, again, great being here with you. Thanks for doing everything that you're doing for Ninja and for Windermere. And uh, yeah, thanks to anybody who's listening. Appreciate y'all. All right, Garrett. Well, hey, have a great day. And uh, listeners, thank you so much. We always end these podcasts by saying be awesome and help somebody. Thanks so much. We just want to thank you for listening to Ask a Coach, the Windermere podcast. If you found our content helpful, please feel free to share it. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.